0: Left and what did it really mean? What is it supposed to be coming in? And I vividly remember praying one day. You all know we have a lot of bridges around here. I was come the I 74 Bridge. We hated Bridge. I drive that all the time. Anyway, I remember driving across that bridge. I know the tears were just streaming down my face. And I was begging God to lead me and guide me in the strong passion that I had in my heart. And I so vividly remember as telling me, I needed to bring together the women of the quad cities. Instead of keeping everyone separate, we need to bring them together. No matter what church they came from, then we would bring together the women of the quad cities, and we have one purpose, and that's Jesus. And so we would be able to bring all of our gifts together because actually believed body for all of us to work together. That's how the body works, right? And so that no matter what church that they were part of, they could be a part of what we were doing. And Reinformed in my heart. A spirit filled conference to encourage women in our faith and help them find our true identity. So many times we get lost and not know who we truly are in Christ. And I've far too many lonely women in the church. It's true. There's no reason, there's absolutely no reason for that. None whatsoever. If I believe this, when we come together, that we are literally a like force to be recognized. Can I get an amen? So, this is a huge conference, if you're already so you know where the Navy Center is, it is still the Navy Center. George Meyer, Waller, everyone was there, and I had to be on the team to facilitate that. It was amazing. Like, I'm reminding you of that, because I saw this team so long ago. And I thought that was incredible. You know, they got to watch some amazing women God prepared and show, you know, without a on their hearts. And so, not only did I, you know, prepare for doing that, So I remember even going to a George Meyer women's conference there in St. Louis and she went to Florida. That woman, so inspiring, to watch her bring together women across denominations. I could do not saw women, many women women, worshiping God along the hands. And it was amazing because she went across the denominational line with but her buttons. So we want to hear the true word of God, and so I really felt that I needed to bring the conference to bring hope to the women in the 15th most post church city in America. The conference to give hope to the building, establish relationships, friendship, and um, excuse me, the culture, hope and love. If to, uh, revival starts in us. If we want to see revival, this starts in us, so we have to be ready for it. I'm kind of praying for revival and I'm expecting and believing, and I'm going to do what I can to make it happen. Amen. Yes. I am so sick and tired you know, Scott, the of hearing those guys that divide against the 15 most church city in America. Like they me physically angry to say that I'm over it. They want to say that we're the 29th nice most church community in America. And I thought of it all 2020 did. <laughs> and, you know, the conference, I felt like I put in my heart, I like, well, okay, guess I'm going to do? That in May? Okay, what are we gonna do? I remember, oh, well, I passed away, okay, when can you do it? She said, December 26th, because that's it. It's done. We're doing it. No matter what happens. And he had a plan. And so he knew about COVID. He knew about all the civil unrest we would see throughout our country. And he knew that breathe was the name we used to call our conference. Thank yeah. you. How many people feel that they're so far from God? very important for us to hear. It's in Ezekiel 37, 1 through 12. It says the hand of the Lord was on me, and he brought me out by the Spirit of the Lord and set me in the middle of the valley. It was full of bones. He be back and forth among them, and I saw great many bones in the floor of the valley, bones that were very dry. And he asked me, Son of Man, can these bones live? the bones came together, bone to bone, and both in tendons and flesh appeared on them. and skin covered them, but there was no breath in them. I said, sovereign Lord, you alone know. Then he said to me, prophesy to these bones, say to them, dry bones, hear the word of the Lord. This is what the sovereign Lord said to these bones. I will make breath into you, and you will come to life, and will attach tendons to you, and make Come upon you and cover you with skin, I will put breath in you, and you will come to life. Then you will know that I am the Lord. Amen. And then he said to me, Prophesy to the breath, prophesy to the land, and say to it, This is what the sovereign Lord says, Come, breathe through the winds, and breathe into these flames that they may live. So I prophesied it, he commanded me, and breathed into them, and they came to life, and stood up on their feet, a vast army. Woo! Yes! And then he said to me, son of man, these bones are the people of Israel. They say, our bones are dried up, and our hope is gone. We are cut off. They're prophesied, therefore prophesying states, them. this is what the sovereign Lord says. My people, I am going to open your graves and bring you up from them." Bring you back to the land of Israel, and you, my people, will know that I am the Lord. When I open your graves and bring you up from them, my, put my spirit in you, and you will then know that I am the Lord. Oops, okay. I've spoken and I have done it, declares the Lord. Give it a shout. Yes. You guys, 2020 has stolen our breath, we know that. But like many of us, we're feeling like we're trying bones, walking around, lacking purpose. Full of fear, anxiety, lacking of breath. So many people are just putting their life on hold. I can't. I can't anything. Many of us have felt overwhelmed by this curveball that's happened. We don't know what to do. And like the Israelites, we're feeling that lack of connection with God. And is the breath that was breathed on those dry bones. Anybody heard that song by Warren Daniels, Come Alive? Yes, that's what we're thinking about. The breath that literally comes upon the dry bones and they come to life. And we've heard our, in our translation of the Bible that spirit, wind, or breath, those are all words that come from the Greek word. I what he oh, no. <laughs> has to say about this word, just <laughs> powerful. He says that the Bible struggles to find how vocabulary, to speak about and name the unutterable, irresistible, undomesticated force that surges into history, to liberate, heal, remix, and transform, to speak about what we know, but we can't say. The wind that parted the waters and created a dry land. It is the very breath that God brings into humans in our creation. It is the spirit that hardens the seas and allows people to escape from slavery in Egypt. And it is the same spirit that Jesus planted and empowered the early church of Acts. Yes. That should excite you because that is the very breath of God that lives inside of us. That is the divine breath of God. Through us. This is the breath. We have the very breath that He breathed into us. We have the very breath of God in us. That's nervous shout right there! Come on! I like you loud up in here. We have to stop holding our breath. We have to. You know, recently, Pastor Nathan and I have been in a real estate transaction. It was see a lot of people are moving during COVID. disagreement with the seller, and how we had come to an agreement for, you know, purchasing this home, and how do you say that we're going to agree, and then you'd understand the paperwork, and I just felt sick, and I texted our realtor and I'm not going to hold my breath, I'm not going to hold my breath, and it was so so funny, because she texted me back after we found out the word back from the seller, and she said, God is good, you can When we think that our breath, that we have to hold our breath because something's going to happen, our expectation is not in it God's is, it is that something else is going to happen. How many times are we holding our breath and expecting something negative to happen in our life, something to go wrong? We are literally stifling the breath of God in our life because we're expecting something that's different from who he says that he is. Mm-hmm. we have to remember that the divine breath of God is in us so we have to stop suffocating ourselves because when we have that breath of God inside of us nothing can touch us so like I'm speaking through this so fast but it's so good you guys I know I said that before but we have to stop holding our breath and that is what I want you to take away from this session so we have to move that we are in God. So I want you to write this down. When we hold our breath, we are stifling the very breath of God in our life. I want you to look back to that when you have moments. When you have moments where you don't know what's going to happen, you've been thinking about that shooter drop. You write, you think of what your throat down. When we hold our breath, we are stifling this one breath of God in our life. Open up your anyone who's not from the spirit of Christ does not belong to Christ. Pretty simple there, right? We have the spirit of God inside of us. I believe that in that scripture, where we're learning from Paul, that we are filling with the divine breath of God, and that it is inside of us. I want you to write this down, too. It not I'll say slower. It is this divine breath, this ruach that fills us, I want the passion that's life, right? I do a boring life. I'm going to go after what God has called me to do. Because, you guys, when we go after what God has called us to do, we will not feel more full or excited or have more energy because you are doing what God created you to do. When we don't go after what God has created us to do, we get depressed. We get sad because we are not fulfilling what he designed us to do. Amen. Anyway, it, he has, there's a, he talks about anxiety. I can tell you firsthand, and I think a lot of women deal with anxiety. And seeing the quick anxiety to ignorance, hear. I heard that immediately got, like on the offense of, whoa, what you trying to tell me, right? But the Bible is very clear. You know, the Bible tells us to. In James 1.5, it says, If you need wisdom, ask our generous God, and he will give it to you. He will not review you or ask you. In Proverbs 3.13, he says, How blessed is the man who finds wisdom, and the man who gains understanding. With those common things, and in our the Word of God. Where does the that faith comes from? Reading the Word of God, hearing the Word of God. And so I think that those come together very, very cleverly, very intentionally. Because when God tells us that we need his wisdom, and he tells us that our faith grows from hearing and hearing the Word of God, those go hand in hand. And so when we read the Word of God, we increase our faith and we increase our wisdom. When we read the Word of God, it increases us in our We need to hear the truth. And then God gave us his Holy Spirit in that word of God. It fuels us. It fuels us and fills us up with Him. I don't know about you. I couldn't have done 2020 without Him. My heart went out to people who didn't have that relationship with God. I thought, how are they handling this? This is crazy. I would never have expected this to happen. And I remember feeling really just the anxiety in it was like, what is the human being? And I had to rise up in my spirit. I'm like, no, I know who God is. I know that he is bigger than this. This will not control me. This will not end me. This will not take over anything. So, you know, we realized back in, um, uh, when COVID started, we had really decided to take a stand. We had decided that we were not going to let COVID overtake. because we couldn't be entrusted so they were telling us we couldn't. And I'll tell you what, as a pastor, I was like, boy, little. <laughs> this is what we do. And this is not what our faith is us. And so, there was a lot of unknowing happening and we had to stand firm. And I remember we decided we had a phrase that we labeled everything that was going on right now through this. And we decided that we would stand firm and we would say that we are four COVID. No matter what our life was gonna get better, our church was gonna grow, we're gonna have a women conference. Here we are. And so we have to recognize what the Holy Spirit put inside of us with that we have, to move on. we have the divine breath in our life. And I have to tell you a funny story, thank you. I'm just driving it on too many not driving by myself, so I don't do that very often anymore, but I actually, I called Nathan's car, sister, I was my sister, driving along, mom's car, dad's car, she's not a dad's car, and I think you know this guy drives up beside me, and I look over, and he smiles, and I'm like, hey, driving along, <laughs> a couple seconds back, he's still there, I'm like, what's going on, and I look over, he's smiling, and I'm like, this is like 20-something kids, right? He's smiling. Still there. Still there. And he looks over. He is glowing these kisses, you guys. we have the divine breath of God in our lives. And we are today taking back our breath. We have to be tired of standing by. We have to be tired of letting those things take over us. any of you who did the science writing the ride, with us a few years ago with to of the Bears because we love she has this quote in that book and it's from a philosopher named Matthew Arnold he says if there's ever a time when the women of the world come together purely and simply for the benefit of mankind it will be a force such as the world has never known come on that's you that's me we are a force to be reckoned with believe that when we take our breath back and come together, that we will see the change that we so our liars seeds. We can't sit aside anymore. We have to be in the hands of the Jesus and do something. We can't wait for someone else to do it. And we will see the change that we're seeing in our cities, in our churches, and in our nation. you guys. We have to stop thinking someone else is going to do it. It have to start with us. And then we come together and we are forced to be reckoned with. I had a dream a few years ago, So i not one to dream very often. But this dream, I woke up mad. This <laughs> is so very mad, like that angry, like shaking praying of spirit mad. Has had that happen to them before? And it was honestly a prayer where it was like God was saying, you have to stop the enemy. What God has planned for you, because He will. And I had to up a book of dreams in the Spirit saying, No, I will not allow that to happen. And I think that each and every one of us need to get serious about this and know that we have to lay hold of what God has for us, and we have to accept it, we have to believe it, and we have to receive it. And you know what else, it takes. And We will see what he has promised for us. Amen. I talk really fast sometimes to get excited. But so when we get into the Word and we understand that that breath lives inside of us, literally nothing can stop us from changing the world. We tell kids all the time and you're a world changer. So are you. Each and every one of us has potential to do it. We have to stop expecting different results for the same action. It's so hard sometimes because we get stuck and rut and we just keep doing the same old, the same old. We have to accept, accept that we have to so that we can see the change and be the change that we so desire to see. But, coming to the point of COVID and walking through a little bed, that was something that Pastor Nathan and I were doing. We decided that we weren't going to let what everyone was saying to the part in our life because we knew who stolen the word. And we set our expectations when it started. So we have some mentors of ours, and it is, they have been through so much stuff in our life. And I can tell you what, every time it happened in their no life, they've decided, they're like, no, that has no place here. And so we took that on and we said, no, that's exactly what it is. COVID is meant to kill to church. But so we know it's a hell will not prevail against the church. And we will stand firm, and we will see those promises happen. We will see it just like the Israelites we will see it through this, and we are going to see the promise, and we're going to see what we expect and what we believe for. And so we have to keep our heads on straight. We have to, run to understand who we are and the breath that lives inside of us so that we really can't take claim to what is for us. So when we live without asking them for our potential. And I just that is one of the things that drives me is when you find our identity and understand the no potential that God is inside of us, each and every one of us are created perfectly by him. And I love that when it says that he knows how many hairs are on the top of your head. Because that boggles my mind I have hair falling out every day. <laughs> but he knows. And that it sounds so simple, but it's so telling you how me the next day they're stuff. But it's amazing who causes and our situations nothing from him. He can handle him and sleep. And here we know what's going to happen. And we understand from him who that we know that he is. So I want you guys to stand up with me right now. And I want us to declare today that we are taking our breath back. Okay? We're going to say taking our breath back on the count of three. Ready? Right? One, two, three, taking our breath back, let's do it again. One, two, three, we're taking our breath back to give him a shout today, Woo! You guys, we are going to set our expectation times. We're not going to let unexpected circumstances change that, Come on, believe it. we're taking our breath back. Yeah? When you feel dried up and out of touch with God, we're taking our breath back. We're activating the promises of God in our life. Just like that song, The Blessing said, we are the blessings over our families, over the generation, and the next generation, and the next generation, and the next generation. Do you believe it? Are you just thinking about it, ladies? Right? You don't believe it? We are going to activate those promises in our life today. So I want, to hope you guys feel supercharged because you have the breath of God, the Ruah in your life. And we have such an amazing opportunity us to use that for His kingdom. Amen? Amen. We'll give a shout this morning.